Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 27 of Three Dads and a Console. I'm one of your hosts, Wobble Plays, joined by Court Longcourt. Good to see you. Great to see you, Wobba. I hear you're uh, willing to trade pasta for Eichel. Confirm or deny? Confirm. 100%. <laughs> wow, you did that to me, but that's fine. That was supposed to be off the record that I would do that, but 100%. I wouldn't even think twice. People can get mad all they want. A centerman is always worth a, more than a winger any day of the week. Also, we are here with Pez, a.k.a. Greg. Pez, what's the crack? Uh, the crack is 90. I have no spicy hockey takes for this open, so I apologize. We don't have a guest. Uh, you're stuck with the three of us today, and we got some good topics, and we'll probably do a little bit of rambling, as we do. And the first topic is, Court, I'm actually going to turn this over to you because this is a game I know you're looking forward to. Ubisoft announces a new upcoming strategy and a new Division game. Now, Division is your favorite game, would you say? In, in the last couple of years, yes, 100%. Um, usually Naughty Dog games, but... I had this conversation with Pez about two years ago. I was like, I don't even know what my favorite game is. And then the PlayStation, you know, they send you once a year. They're like, here's what you did. And I sent it to Pez, and we had a good chuckle about it. I think it was like 300 hours I put into that game. So mm-hmm. um, I guess I really enjoy The Division 2. I liked it when it first came out, and I played a lot with, with Pez, like a ton. I think we played for like a month almost every day pretty much we would play for a couple hours to like one o'clock in the morning and we i figured out how to get every exotic i still can i can still go in there i grinded out the last thing that just dropped um the uh resident evil stuff i grinded that out and had that all within a week and a half and was able to go all the floors like did everything like i i excel at that game for some reason i don't know why so they have a new game coming out called the heartland which is going to be a free-to-play, which, you know what? Maybe they were listening to us talk one day because Pez over here used to always say, you know what would make this game better? Make it free-to-play, and more people would play it because it's a fun game. So I think the biggest problem was, I can't remember what else dropped at the same time, but there was another game that came out. Everybody really liked The Division. It came out, and they didn't have enough content on it right away. And I find free-to-play games, people give it a break. They'll just keep playing. They're like, you know what? I didn't. I'll just jump in for a little bit. I'll jump out. And the problem with the division is it took about a year to get the DLC. And and I've said this before about Ubisoft. They kill me when they do this. They do this a lot. They take forever to drop DLC. The new DLC for Valhalla just dropped today. I'm gonna check it out tomorrow, but it just dropped today. That game's been out for seven months now. Like, I don't know. I'm of the mind that when we all play video games, we play them and we finish them real quick. So drop me the DLC in three months. I understand COVID, all that. Otherwise, have that ready so you can you can hit it. But anyways, I'm rambling. As Heartland's going to be a free-to-play. Uh, it's going to be The Division. I, I don't see it being any different. I just I would think um, the map will be smaller. That's my guess compared to what we get in The Division. You know what I mean, Greg? How we can go underground and we can go above and we can yep. do all these different things. I think what they're going to do is it's going to be open fields. It's going to be uh, barnyards. It's, it, just based on what you're seeing, you're going, to have, you're going to have open fields into a small town, and you're going to have this stuff like that. But I really hope there's the lore from the first two Division games, because I do like the story. I enjoyed it. I enjoy the mechanics of it. The, the, the cover mechanics, 
they're better than Gears of War. And I had problems with Outriders when I was playing it because the cover mechanics, you get shot or whatever. It it wasn't the same as The Division. The Division, you can stay undercover and shoot people. Ubisoft's new tactic is they're not going to be dropping as many AAA games anymore, and they're going to be going towards free-to-play. My guess is they're going to be doing a combination of both. People can take and interpret this article whatever way they would like uh, and what they said. I still think what they're really going to try and do is they're going to do... And I believe, Pez, you said this on a, in a previous episode. You'll have your Assassin's Creed drop, but then you'll have your free-to-play Assassin's Creed drop the following mm-hmm. year. Then you'll have your Far Cry, and then you'll have your free-to-play Far Cry. That's what I think is going to happen. They're going to free-to-play their franchises like Call of Duty does. Oh, yeah, or, or games like um, Immortals, right? Immortals Uprising, or whatever it was called. Phoenix Rising. Um, that game, right, will be like a free-to-play and you can buy your cosmetics. When it comes to Heartland, I have a sneaky suspicion it is just going to be the Dark Zone. Just going to be PvE. It's going to be like a Battle Royale type game. I don't know why. The paid versions of The Division and The Division 2 were uh, PvE and PvP. But I just have this. It's not being made by Massive. It's being made by Red, Red Storm. So it's a different it's a different studio. I don't know if it's like a lesser studio or a B studio or whatever. That's my feeling is this is this is your division battle royale and it's you and 30 others and you're in a city and it's skills and all that stuff but it's just the dark zone which to me was the worst part of the division. A 100% agreeing with you and now you've lowered my hype, but counterpoint Greg the division is very team-based. So do you think they can go away from that, or are they going to keep us in teams? It's uh, very team-based, that game. Yeah, they'll probably keep you in squads. You know, they'll probably run, like, a standard, if, if it's a battle royale, which, again, we don't know. We have no idea. I hope not. I don't like battle royales. If it's a standard battle royale, it'll run. It'll more than likely run at least solo through trios, because Apex does trios, Warzone does, and Fortnite do squads um you know groups of four so i don't see why they would change that but uh yeah could you do could you do a war zone type with the division where you're not going to be doing the dark zone but you're still going to be going against everybody else because the thing i hate about the dark zone is you have enemies that come out of nowhere that can just mow you down in seconds it's so annoying like well it doesn't matter your level like a lot to do with the division is each time you walk through certain areas until you get to like you know you max level and then I ch- chirper Greg through it because I I keep playing when they all go to bed and I then yep. bring them through and I can just they called it Rambo I could go through and just take everybody down it didn't matter what level was in front of us I could just mow us down I'm okay if it's Dark Zone as long as there's no NPCs if I'm going against other people then I'm fine but the NPCs are what used to drive me nuts in the Dark Zone because they're like super duper NPCs. Yeah, they were over. They were overpowered uh, to make sure, you know, that in certain zones, if you are under leveled, you shouldn't be there. They were just like, "Yep, you're gonna get waxed, and you're gonna respawn, and you're gonna hate everything." Get in your own. Get in your own zone, rookie. Back to the lobby. Pretty much. My hope is it's not a battle royale because I'm sick of battle royales. Like I've stopped playing um, Warzone just because I couldn't keep up with it. Um, I downloaded Apex and I look at when I la- like I go to launch it and I'm like, I don't have it in me. And uh, I hope it's that's not the trend. But also, 
Ubisoft doesn't have, they don't have a game that is a battle royale game that you know of, right? They have like, I'm reading here, Hyperscape. Has anyone heard of Hyperscape? Didn't that roll out for Twitch? No idea. For like a minute and it like, they got all the big content creators on board and then that was it after their, <laughs> their promotional period. Like Activision has Call of Duty. EA has Apex Legends. Um, Ubisoft has nothing. Sorry, Quote, I'm bringing you way down, and I apologize. No, 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 it's fine. The division makes sense, but I truly believe is if they do it like a Warzone, then it's not that bad. Like, I'll still probably play it because it's free to play, and I'll see if the lore is there. If the lore is there, and I can grind to get my exotics, and I'm still good at the game, because I'm very rarely good at video games, because uh, I do play on baby mode, but this doesn't have a baby mode. It has world tiers, and for some reason, I'm good at it. Probably still jump in, and it'll be that game that I'll play every now and then. So I know you don't like battle royales, but like the division is probably the game. I know I haven't played it, but I've seen some, a lot of it. It's closest to SOCOM, like SOCOM two, SOCOM three. Yep. And they could potentially do something like that. And if one, if it's battle royale, that's fine. I like, I would actually be interested in, especially if it's free to play, going to give me open, you know, SOCOM like that. But what if they went with like the team based where it's one life per round? Like this is, and, you know, you get your cosmetics or whatever. Fine. It might not take just the, you know, free-to-play Dark Zone mechanic, but maybe they could go in a direction like that that we're not really expecting. I will say, when you look at Red Storm's uh, game log, it is 90% Tom Clancy games. I'm not joking. Rainbow Six, uh, Covert Ops, Rogue Spear, Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Desert Siege, Ghost Recon Two, Some of All Fears. Forgot that even got, forgot that was even a game. Um, you know, Far Cry Four, Far Cry Three, both the Division and the Division Two. So I wonder if they worked on some stuff with Massive to do it. Uh, that Star Trek VR game. Do you guys remember hearing about that? Yes. You mean so Bridge they, Crew? Yep, so they worked on Bridge yep. Crew. They worked on Rocksmith, which actually is a game that I would love to play. Um, and yeah, so I mean, they have some really solid titles in there. So maybe, you know, cuz when I think of when I think of a studio not working on the game that made them popular, I think of like Fallout 76 and how Bethesda had the Austin team working on it and not Bethesda Softworks in Maryland working on it, and it gets me nervous. But clearly, these guys have some chops. The only thing I'll give Yubi is I like their games. Like they haven't disappointed me. Well, I guess I can't say that Assassin's Creed Valhalla kind of disappointed me. I some I saw a tweet today. Someone even pointed this out. They're like, you know what Ubisoft needs to do? Go back to making twenty-hour campaigns. Stop it with this eighty-hour crap. And I one hundred percent was like, yes, twenty hours is perfect. Especially in this day and age, especially because I'm a dad and I don't got time for this crap. 20 hours is perfect. Eight hours. I don't mind an eight-hour campaign anymore. I, I remember we used to complain about how short a game is. Get me that short game. Get me that great eight-hour experience that I jump in. You know, eight, Order 1886. I think about that game now. You know what? That was a good game. We just all pooped on it because it was too short. But you know what? It was ahead of its time. It's the perfect little little hit. I think AC... What they should have done is made it a shorter game, 30-hour experience, and then just added on DLC for all these 
there were so many missions in that game that were just absolutely pointless. Did not need to be there. Uh, short, short campaign games work if the campaign is good. So here is a short campaign game. Resident Evil 8. Take you about 10 to... I had a friend play on Twitch. Beat it in about 10 hours without doing the collectibles. Just went. It's straight, really only 10 hours? Just went straight through the missions. Streamed for... It was about 10 hours with a break in the middle. So about 10 total hours of streaming. And beat the whole thing. Yeah, I think it's even less. Today, kind of funny... Um, Nitro Rifle himself, he he went through and he speed run that game. So he was skipping all the cutscenes, and I'm pretty sure I had it was, it was Snowbike and all that. They finished that game today, and they just did it on a regular stream. So I think if you're skipping cutscenes, you could probably finish that game in six hours. It's my guess. Hey. Like I heard, yeah, but I'm scared to play it. I'm a baby. I can't play it. I mean, I'll play it, but my chat's gonna pay for it. Um, I'm not playing. And... That. I'm not playing that garbage. Uh, it looks scary, man. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if it's a good campaign, people aren't going to care if it's 10 or 12 hours. I think you're right now, but I remember when that PS3, PS4 came out, like, with the Order 1886, did you ever play it? Uh, no. One, because I wasn't interested in it, and two, not because of the campaign, but I just heard it was, like, a technical mess. It, it was fun. I heard, I heard it looked It nice. was a lot of fun. I'm sorry. I didn't think it was that. Once the... I didn't play it on day one. I played it a month later, and they had fixed these minor glitches that everybody had a hissy fit about. But also, I truly believe at the beginning of the PS4 and the the Xbox monstrosity that it was that came out. I don't even know what number it was at the time. Xbox One, um, with the the the, the camera thing. It's always online. The biggest the problem was we were all used to PS3 games that weren't that broken unless they were a Bethesda game. And so when the PS4 came out, I think that was the first time where, and the, and the Xbox, almost every game came out was broken. It was like, this had the problem, unless it was a PlayStation exclusive. So this was also a PlayStation exclusive that dropped, and it had a couple bugs. But from what I remember, the bugs weren't that big of a deal. It was about cover, and they fixed it right away. That story was fantastic to me, and it ended on a cliffhanger. And I'm still to this day, I'm like, F, I got the platinum. Like, I like that game. And it was just short. And I remember all the reviews on it were boo that it was short. People were pissed that it was eight hours. That was the biggest boo-hoo on that game, that it was eight hours because everybody wanted these long games. And then all these developers started giving us very long games. It would take forever for them to bring the game out. We'd have all these patches, and everybody would be complaining, why isn't this game out? Well, we all wanted these 60-hour campaigns. And now... I'm here saying I want this short game that I truly liked. Like Journey, short game. Love the living daylights out of it. If this, Like you say, Greg, if the story is compelling and The Order 1886, the story was fantastic. It was all about the story. That's what that great. game was about. Yeah. It was cool. Like It was like a steampunk, like knights, but also weapons and vampires and werewolves. And I, I pre-ordered the special edition for that. I've got the, the statue of, what's the name, Galahad? Yeah, Galahad crouched up by a wall it's really cool back when they did those for like ps3 <laughs> ps4 whatever it came out for but i don't like when games are too long i know some people go i want it to go on forever so if ubisoft is doing that i think specifically with them and their games that's probably a, a good decision i'm sure they've gotten feedback or they can see the statistics of how many people start the game like maybe by trophy like uh you can see that like how many people get the first trophy which is like in the first like five minutes compared to how many people get like the the gold for finishing 
And if it's low, then like, what are you doing? And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's like, if you're go- having these people put all their like blood, sweat and tears into a game and people aren't even finishing it, like, is that good? Probably, Probably not. not. They're making their money. Yes. But for like customer satisfaction, that goes to say that it's not compelling. And that's what happened with them with Assassin's Creed. They're saying, you know, we're going to make these every year because you guys are buying it, but now you're not. So guess what? Every two years. Perfect. And and it's not to say long campaigns are bad because like, if you play a JRPG, you're expecting a long campaign, right? It's just not the same thing over and over. Like a potential Assassin's Creed game could be where you go to, you know, you get on one church, you oversee everything, you go kill this guy, you go to the, to the next, you know, you climb the next building to look at that point, to open up the map, to do the thing. Uh, so it depends on the type of game and the expectation. Like if I get a persona game, I know I'm putting a hundred hours in 80 to a hundred hours. That's the expectation. Uh, court, when you played Assassin's Creed Valhalla, were you expecting an 80 hour game? No, I was expecting my normal 60 hour campaign. Like when I play an Assassin's Creed game, they were 40 back in the day. I think it was Assassin's Creed two, Greg, where they first hit that like 30 plus hours. Because Assassin's Creed wasn't one, wasn't it was it was like twenty hours or something. But Assassin's Creed two, when they went to Rome and they did all that stuff, that was the first time. And then usually the thirty to forty hours, and that I can do. But this one here was sixty plus hours. I remember at one point, I think I said to Greg, I did the timing on it. I, I was at eighty hours on this game, eighty-eight hours when I finished it, and the the finish, the trophy, right now fifteen point five percent on PSN app. That's not that's not a lot of people, man. It's a rare trophy to finish. That's bad. The game. That's bad. Fifteen percent of people who picked it up. Fifteen percent finished it. That's it. Sheesh. That's it. And yeah. that's not even Sheesh. going on PSN. That's <laughs> that's not good. Like the amount of extremely rare trophies. Look, I have ultra rare trophies in this game that are like press X ones. Like you should be getting, and they're ultra rare. Four point three percent because people, I think, gave up on this game. Like, even me, it's the first Assassin's Creed that I didn't platinum because I was like, I said to Greg, I was like, I can't. Like, I can't stay in this game anymore. Like, I'm going to test out the um, the DLC tomorrow. There are some DLC. I'm going to test it out tomorrow. There's all these brand new trophies. I'm going to test it out. But when, when Mass Effect drops, I am out. I'm, I'm not going back to Assassin's Creed. I've even at the point where I'm pissed off that I paid the deluxe version to get all the DLC, which I'll never do again for a game. I'm never doing it. So I think now, I think now Ubisoft has realized people don't want 80 to a hundred hours of Assassin's Creed. But so what they did was they changed their focus to, you know, and not the whole company focus. You're still going to get your Assassin's Creed, your Far Cry's, your divisions, like they're, they're big boys. Oh, no, you're not going to division. That's done. They're going to be making a new Star Wars game. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they're only making that. the free-to-play. Uh, but what you're going to see now, right, is um, is you're going to see them start putting out the free-to-play games. And you may see, like, Ubisoft MOBAs and Brawlers. Like, you know, you may see more support for a game like uh, Brawlhalla that is free-to-play right now. That's a fighting game. Um, so you could see them go in a lot of different uh genres make it free to play and just rake when it comes to money we talked about this in a prior episode 
uh, I think you actually mentioned it, Pez, but like what multiplayer do we want to see? And it was Assassin's Creed multiplayer because it was so good. It's perfect. What if what if they brought it back as a standalone mode? Perfect. And you get to pay for cosmetics or loot boxes. So you get the different skins or whatever. It doesn't matter what you they get. I'll pay for it. Just think of what they could do. They could give you like like Waba. They could make a deal with Sony and you could dress as Drake or you could like, you know what I mean? Like they could do so much with Assassin's Creed because it's just changing your 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 assassin. You could do a deal with G.I. Joe, and you could use Snake Eyes. Every 40-year-old, 35 to 40-year-old be like, where do I put my money down? Let me be this guy. If they just char- if they charge me $20 for Assassin's Creed 3 multiplayer, I would pay it. And I, I just, I hope they're looking at things like that. You know, people don't always want that giant experience like we talked about. They, they'd be okay with just dropping in, playing a few, you know, the hide-and-seek missions or whatever the heck it was, and yeah, getting out. And- you know, I think I think that is uh, exactly what you can do. You get a lobby of ten people. One person is the target. The other are the assassins. And I think Court brought this idea up. You have different maps. You have Italy. You have Colonial Boston. You have all these different maps, right? And it's just uh, like you said, like a hide and seek or a hunt or whatever. And you know, the assassins can you know one or like or like it's team based. One is the templars the other is the assassins and it you know it's a it's a team battle or whatever there's, there's so much that you can do with it uh, capture the flag with hide and seek oh my god that yeah. would be so cool and there's so much you can do with it and still ha- have people pay for cosmetics mm-hmm. and still make your billions of dollars it, it's obvious the way i want to play games is not what makes money anymore but let's be real I, they get my money once. They don't get anything more from me. Um, especially now, I've been burned twice on ordering everything on a game. First was Horizon Zero Dawn. It just by the time the Frozen Wilds came out, I was just like, ah, I just I was so far out of the game and I couldn't get back into it. And now Assassin's Creed just did it to me. I played everything on the last one, like Odyssey. I I played all the DLC, but this one, the story was just so darn long that I didn't want to go back in. And uh, I'm not going to get burned again. Just like I haven't touched Cyberpunk until they get me my next gen version. Well, and that's why these like, that's why these companies are moving towards a free to play battle pass model because, uh, you know, you can go in with your call of duty or your, uh, sea of thieves has one or your Fortnite, And if you want to play that season and buy it, you can, if you don't, you don't have to. And you'll miss out on the cosmetics, but other than that, nothing changes, right? So if if season twenty five of Fortnite drops, and you're like, okay, this battle pass is done in forty days, I got so and so going on, works crazy, I can't do it. You don't buy it. You can play when you can. Next season, maybe that changes, and that's why companies are gonna go to this model, all of them. If you hey, don't, you're think a fool. about it. Game Pass is a subscription service. Battle passes are subscription services. Everything will be a subscription. Your your iPhone is just 100%. gonna be like you go into your subscriptions, it's just gonna be like, oh my god, I have a million subscriptions. I mean it happens now, right? It comes out of the bank. Oh, there's your Game Pass, your Spotify premium, your HBO, whatever, right? So it's becoming a norm. And uh this type of gaming is gonna become a norm. And I think that's okay, especially for people like us, uh, parents, 
uh, people that work full time that don't have the time uh, to dedicate themselves to play an 80 hour campaign. Cause and you know, theoretically you can, you can pick up Fortnite and not play it for three weeks and or four weeks. You don't miss any spoilers cause it's the same thing and you can play for two hours and not miss anything. Yeah. But then you get bodied by 11 year old Timmy crank in nineties while you're just trying to switch weapons. True. <laughs> I mean, to fair. I mean, I, I stopped playing, uh, I stopped playing Call of Duty because I just felt like I, I felt like I couldn't keep up with like the meta or what or like what was good. Cause I'm like, well, I want to use my AX50. And it's like, oh bro, the AX50 has been nu- been uh been nuked for like three days and you can't use it anymore and you have to use the car ninety eight. And I was like, dude, I suck with the car ninety eight. I don't know what I, I I can't use it. And it's just at some point you feel like the game has passed you by. Well, you know what? That that was with like the division. I remember Greg when you came back and we were doing all the New York DLC, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like sherping. I'm like, we have to go do this because you need to go get this gun. Because if you don't have this gun, it's pointless. Like I had one point, Waba, I had this rifle that had this snake wrapped around it, and I can't remember what it's called now. But like I'm one shot killing everybody with this damn thing. Just boom, 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 boom. And then there was the Baker's Dozen rifle that I ended up getting that I remember getting Greg to all of them to get it. So we had to keep going because Greg wanted this merciless rifle that was terrible. But he was I played Dude, this one so level good. with Greg. We played it for like three days straight. I will never forget that one voice line because I still hear it in my sleep in my sleep. And I can't say the whole thing because there's a swear. But the, the girl in it goes and the voice acting is so bad. She goes, the division just effing kill him and it was every time every time a thousand times now that stupid voice line waba greg had been playing it for like two days i hopped into his game and i got it in the first round and it was the most hilarious thing ever i'm like oh i'm like there's a red it's glowing red he's like i hate you i hate you i'm like and there's an eagle and i'm like do you see it he's like i do not see it and the worst part is i couldn't drop it for him but now if we played it, you can drop exotics for people. Yeah, so, horrible. like, I would have been able to grab it and then just drop it for them and pick it up. But that's the one thing I did like about the Division. If you grabbed any gear, I could drop that gear and Greg could pick it up as long as it wasn't an exotic. Now you can give your, your teammates, your clanmates exotics. You can just That's get how it should be. Makes no sense not to. So let me ask you guys, because we haven't really touched on it. Does the free-to-play model um, scare you at all? Yes. And why? Because I like story-driven games. And free-to-play, I haven't found one that has a good story. I'm trying to think of a free-to-play game that I enjoy. And for the, the listeners, if they're yelling at the screen saying Fortnite, tell their kids to stop talking and listening while our, while our show's on. Because this is the only person that should be screaming Fortnite right now. I mean, Fortnite's not... I mean, we're talking story. What's the story of Fortnite? Right? Oh, I got one. Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Sorry. That, that, that's significant. So I love that mode. I don't play it a lot, but I watch a lot of it on Twitch. And it's a lot it's of really strategy. Cool. Yeah. And so today they actually had a $100,000 prize pool tournament for like actual big streamers. Not, I don't like not everybody invited, but it was cool to watch. And so you have eight people in a game, two people on a team. So there were times where you'd match up against your teammate and you were talking and you'd have to see how you could either tie or limit damage. And if you come in first, second, third, or fourth, you get a certain amount of points, and the team with the most points gets 
I think 40k was what first place gets, which 10k for wow. a few hours of work, not bad. And then uh, last place gets like 500 bucks each or something. But it that's free to play. It's technically in beta. They do have a battle pass for it, $15 every so often, and you get access to four heroes instead of just two. So if you're serious about it, you'll pay 15 bucks. But you can just play the whole game for free and you get the experience. So that's that's probably my yes, I like free to play. And, uh, and you know, I don't want any cheeky bastards to be in our Twitter being like, oh, Among Us is free to play. Like, that's not what we're talking about. But we're not talking about small indie games. I like paid for Among Us. What do you mean it's free? Uh, it's free on like mobile. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. Um, But like, we're not I'm not talking about like Emily is away. Right, which is free. I'm talking about like I paid for that too, dude. You're a sucker, dude. Um, sheesh. Uh, like we're talking about we're talking about big studio games, right? Um, triple A free to play games. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, there there have been some free to play games I've enjoyed. Mario, you know, battle battle royale games, Mario thirty five, Tetris ninety nine. But like I don't know, I don't know if you're gonna ha- get a EA or Ubisoft or Activision published free to play story game because that isn't the type of thing uh, that'll benefit from a season pass. I mean, free don't to play, you have phone? Just play it on the phone. Yeah, free to play only works. Uh, free to play only works if there is a way that you can monetize uh, the fan base. And that is why, like, that's why, like, uh, when Blizzard announced the Diablo Immortal game, you know, the the whole place lost their minds. And that's why, like, that's why if you play, if you play, like, Skyrim Blades, first off, the game sucks. Uh, Secondly, the reason that game is free is because they have the artificial timers, right? When you want to open up boxes or whatever. It's like, okay, this box will open in four hours. Or you buy green gems. You can buy 10 green gems for $5.99, and you can open this loot box right now. And people are like, yeah, I don't want to wait. Buy it. Open it. You get your your common gear, and you're like, oh, God. I, have re- I regret. I have regrets. So you won't get a, you won't get a story-driven single-player game. It doesn't open mm-hmm. itself up to... Um, being monetized or monetized very well that's fair i mean i like i like apex i don't play it anymore but i think that's like a high quality like free to play but yeah you're right for the most part you're gonna get something you can just jump into you're not gonna get a story driven game and that's that's how i feel like that's how it should be unless you yes but as long as you still make me my story driven games otherwise like i'll just be playing all games and as crazy as it sounds I was looking forward to the Diablo game on my phone because I was like, I can play that at work. I love Diablo, so I'm like, okay, if you gave me Diablo 2 on my phone, I would play it every day. I don't know how you'd be able to do that. <laughs> I've been you playing that. You get one of those things that hooks up to your phone. It's got the joy. Like, whatever, buddy. No, I mean, man, you need a mouse. I've been playing it every day. I mean, yeah. you could play, play Diablo. When it comes back out. You could play Diablo 3 on your Switch. Jeez. I don't have a Switch. I sold it to get an yeah, Xbox. Yeah, I know. You did have one. Because though. then I could get Game Pass and I could actually enjoy it and play games instead of paying $100 per game and then been like, hey, look, but I got this game on the shelf that I finished. True. Look at that game. 
Mind you, this Donkey Kong open world thing, that sounds pretty dang good. I'm sorry. Oh, it sounds amazing. It does. It does. It does Ma- sound amazing. Made by the team that makes Super Mario Odyssey, yeah. which, Fuck, again, see, is look, a fabulous I listen to Nintendo News. That sounds Ooh. fantastic. So I know we've been talking about free-to-play games, but let's talk about one of our most anticipated upcoming story games, and that is Mass Effect. So Mass Effect dropped on the 14th, and it includes Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. I believe it may include the DLCs as well. EA's site says Mass Effect Legendary Edition includes single-player-based content and over 40 DLC. Perfect. So it includes everything, and I i mean, I haven't played all of them. So I know you folks are looking forward to it. What are what are your impressions on, on Mass Effect? I, I am a huge fan of 2 and 3. Um, I remember playing 1. I think it was on my Xbox 360. And the Citadel to me was meh. The game was... I didn't understand why people... I kept... It was one of those games where people were like, you gotta play Mass Effect. And I'm like, no, I played it. I just didn't like it. And they're like, but you, you just gotta give it a chance. I'm like, all right. It was one of those games that I kept going back into. But it just... It didn't hook me. And I... I it felt janky, and it was really annoying. The controls... I just... It felt... It felt old at the time when it first came out. And then Mass Effect 2 dropped. And I remember... I got that. I rented it, sorry, from a uh, from a, a blockbuster and then played it and then realized I needed to buy it. For those of you who don't know, Blockbuster was a store that was a red box. Yeah, or Netflix for games. There's a there's a generation of people that do not know. Wow, all right. Well, I I rented it from from Blockbuster. It's it's how I used to get trophies back in the day. Well, but you could just rent a game and then just get the trophies, bring it back and just get but I rented it, and I went out and bought that game. I enjoyed it so much. I got so enthralled in the story. The The controls weren't janky. I love the fact that you had all these different characters you could bring it in, all these different stories. I could do so much with my character. I could personalize it like I've never been able to before. I could do different you know, love interests. You could do whatever you wanted and had all these different worlds. And each level felt like it wasn't, wasn't like, unfortunately, Andromeda, where it was just you're going to a different world with different climate. And it was felt like that the whole game but this felt like each world had its own it was its own character and and then mass effect 3 i know a lot of people didn't like the ending i truly enjoyed it and i never went back to see the new ending still to this day um but from the rumors i'm hearing the new ending is the on the legendary edition so whatever it is what it is but i i thoroughly enjoyed those two games so for me I'm very anticipated this Legendary Edition, but I still don't think I'm going to play one. I still don't think I care enough. I, I truly believe that it's still going to be the same game because for everything I've noticed about every remaster of a game, sometimes, like Uncharted 1, meh, didn't need to play it again because it was real bad. As what are your thoughts? Cautiously optimistic. And the reason I say that is because uh, I have been... So I play on a PC. Come on, come on, Court. I'm waiting for it. You're a nerd. You're Thank a you. nerd. You play without a control. Well, actually, no, you play with a controller. Depending on the game, I will play with a controller. But um, so I play on PC. The PC I have is pretty good. Um, my uh, I'm gonna go into technical stuff. So Waba, uh, uh, Court, turn your brains off for a minute. It's fine. Go get a tea. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, I have a CP. My CPU is a Ryzen 7 2700X. Uh, my my GPU 
is a uh, NVIDIA uh, 3070, um, RTX 3070, which is one of the best ones you can find that you can't find. Okay, and, weird uh, flex, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Get wrecked, dudes. And uh, I have had issues pre-ordering games like Horizon Zero Dawn, and they don't work because companies don't know. Console companies have issues optimizing PC game because on a console, you optimize it for one thing, right? On a, on a PC, you need to optimize it for different GPUs, different CPUs, um, whatever. People have different amount of RAM, VRAM, all this stuff. So like when Gorilla put out Horizon Zero Dawn, it was horrible. It ran horribly. It stuttered. It was almost unplayable. Unplayable. I'm sorry. So my worry is uh, Mass Effect may be the same way. So that's why I'm cautiously optimistic. Excited to play it. I'm going to start in one and go all the way through. Uh, but I'm going to wait to see how the PC port is before I do that. So I, I've always loved Mass Effect. I never played one. And shout out EA Game Changer program. I've been able to play it a little bit now and get a, a preview. And Mass Effect 1, I never played it. I started at 2. I bought it used from GameStop. And I, then I bought the collector's edition for 3. So I, I made up for it, guys. Don't worry. I, I, I don't have a, a frame of reference for before. But some of the controls feel like old game is old. However, visually, very good when it comes to overall atmosphere. The beginning of the game, you obviously go to a world. And there was a point where I'm overlooking, there's something that just happened, but I'm overlooking and you can see like things in the sky, spaceships, I believe what you would call ray tracing. I haven't really played ray a new game. I'm going to call this right now. If you're trying not to do spoiler alerts, seriously, people, this game is like old as dust. I'm not. I'm being very good. I'm being very vague. Yeah, but, but, but. We, I never played one. I mean, I know kind of what happens, but. It's possible, although I don't. I don't believe so, but it's possible there are people listening that don't that have never played Mass Effect and don't know what it is. I know, right? I mean, think about it. The last Mass tweet Effect me, game was in Tweet me, go in our Discord. If you haven't played Mass Effect, I will shame you. At three, no, no, <laughs> that's not. No, that, that's, no, that's Bully, join our Discord. <laughs> Listen, follow us on Twitch. Uh, I mean, Twitter and Twitch and our Discord, and Court will bully you. Yeah, all day but... if you don't like games there were scenes where it looked very good and it's clearly not like an up of a ps3 or whatever it was mass effect and what was it yeah it was ps3 game PS3. no it was xbox game it wasn't even on ps3 no, at mass the time. effect one is xbox 360 yeah. yeah yeah i think some of the controls are a little eh, but you can definitely tell that it's been like worked on a lot and what i'm excited to do is play like two and three because again those have a near and dear in my heart three i think it looked good visually at the time as well so far Everything, I think, as long as it comes to like the cutscenes and unique characters, those look good. Uh, the customization, there's like one scene where I just zoom by Shepard's face. I use the default model because I'm a coward who doesn't want to do the editor. And I was like, "What? Well, that looks pretty good. Not, you know, just visually, like with the shading and the, you know, sweat reflection. You know, it's not going to be a PS5 quality rendering. But there's points where I'm like, yeah, this looks pretty good. I'm excited to try it. I'm try excited to step into it. It, it looks... You know, it's the same old world, and again, I, I, I've only played probably an hour into one, 
So I just did the first mission. And again, some of the controls are just weird. Like you you open boxes and you get like a choice between like weapons. And I don't even know what that does. So maybe part of it's just gameplay mechanics and it's nothing to do with visually and stuff like that. It's just Xbox 360 game. But overall, I'm, I'm enjoying my time with it. And I'm going to play through the whole series. And uh, I know the trophy list, I think, is a little different too. So, But can be platinumed. Let, let, Most importantly. It. Yeah, it, there's no difficulty trophies. There's only one platinum though. No, there's three separate. Oh, there's platinums. three. Okay, there's good. Three separate platinums. So I played through both of them. I played on normal so I could get the story, and then I went back and played on like crushing or whatever it is. So the fact that there's no difficulty, yeah. great. I I will never ever 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 play on any crushing, especially in these kind of games. They're so long. I'll say if if there's anyone out there that truly loves the RPG genre and good storytelling, Mass Effect is the series to play like if andromeda is your first mass effect game my apologies to you on behalf it's a good game of bioware it's a it's not a good mass effect game and that's what we judge it on right like you have to judge it on if i like the story it's a mass effect game maybe not but i thought the story was still compelling enough for it to exist and, and i enjoyed and my it was literally just here we're gonna go to an ice world we're gonna go to a hot world we're gonna go to a a jungle it was just that's what the story was and it was bad but it, it wasn't for andromeda it wasn't just the story it was uh you know the character facials when you're doing dialogue dialogue options because like that's also a big part of fixed all that now though i played it's, it post patch well, yeah. keep in yeah, mind i played it like now. a years after so but Greg, but like, you can't fix the I'm going to the hot world. No, you can't. You can't. But I mean, that was still part of Andromeda's problem when you when you played it. Because, you know, there were people that were like, oh, Mass Effect game, buying it day one. Can't wait to play it. You popped it in. You know, the girl looked like she was having a stroke and you were like, what is happening with this game? It is a nightmare. And then you're like, they're like, hey, you know, it's like Navi. They're like, hey, listen, we're going to the, to the hot world and you have to go take down an alien race take mm-hmm. them down we're going the cold world go take mm-hmm. down an alien race take them down it just it wasn't a mass effect game it was a game with the mass effect name and it did a disservice uh it did a disservice to the legacy of mass effect and the story like it, it just you, you have your character shepherd it uh, he just you have to somehow honor that and they didn't and it was just like what the f man i know they're trying to reboot it but guess what there's a lore and you didn't even go near it you just blew it all up they included some of it i don't want to go into detail but there was there was an inclusion on how things tie in one thing it didn't do that i like from the original trilogy is i feel like the weight of your decisions were not as impactful one thing that i like and i I, so when you start two if you didn't play one it gives you like, hey, here's like a recap of what happened, the important points. Like, did you make this decision or that one? And it impacts something you do in Mass Effect 1 years later will impact something that happens in Mass Effect 3. I don't think any other game did that. Cross game. Okay, Telltale, that's fair. But I feel like more time passed between those. Those were episodes, right? Mm -hmm. Did it have to do with like the Walking Dead sequels or anything like that? Because these were, yes, they were sequels, but it was it was not episodic. Yes, when you did the Walking Dead sequels, it would say, "What did you do with Clem and all that?" And a lot. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yes, but there are very I few can... examples then. But that that's a good one because I didn't. I haven't played the the sequels because I'm too scared to for heartbreak. But still, like that's what we talk about when we talk about Mass Effect. It's not just 
oh, this is a great RPG. It's this is a story that has been woven over three uh three games now. And it's not just all right, first game you're Shepherd, and second game you're you know, you're his brother Beppard, and third game you're this random guy. <laughs> like it's all it's all it's all Shepard's story. Woven on, through can three we, games. Can we make a game with Beppard? My name like, is yeah, Beppard and this is my we, favorite podcast in the galaxy. Game Beppard. with Beppard. Honestly, can we just get a Mass Effect TV show already and just get it over with by HBO? Please! Think how good that would be. It, it, be it's such a good world. And just it even is. in the first mission, I'm seeing characters that I know. One, you know, from other games where the decisions they make or they pop up in it. And it's just interesting to see like, wow, this person was here literally from the first half hour. So it's like a book. It's like it reading a very good book. It's not like when you watch a movie and you've read the novel and you're like, oh, they left out everything. Mass Effect's like, no, no, no. You're going to get all of it. And we're going to make a video game out of it. Yeah. And for us, for us old people that originally played it, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back into it and having this. My expectation, and it might feel wrong, is that it'll feel cozy to get back into this. Right. And it's like, oh, I know all this already. I'm going to enjoy myself. Um so I, I am excited to play it. I hope the PC port is good because if it's not, I'm going to be really upset. But uh, I'm starting with one, going all the way through, and uh, it's going to be amazing. This is just a small detail, and it's not a spoiler because it happens before you even get to the main menu. But immediately you're hit with these characters. You know like how like Marvel, when it starts, it's like that cool like, comic book flippy thing, and then it goes mm-hmm. to like the text? For this, it goes through like characters, characters, and then you see like the N7 helmet, and then it goes to like Bioware. I'm like... Can we talk? Can we talk about how cool just the intro for the publisher is? And it just brought back so many memories. Just seeing these like characters' faces and like, you know, on better tech. And it was just—it was nice. <laughs> it was so stupid, yeah. but it was nice. Now I have a question for you guys. Do you think because we have asked for this remastered before Andromeda? If you remember when they announced Andromeda, everybody thought we were getting it remastered, and we were actually disappointed. Do you think? that they will reboot the franchise and they will give us another Mass Effect with Shepard. I don't know with Shepard, but I really hope they continue this. This this property, I think, is so valuable. People care about it so much. And the sales of this, I think, will be a big help determine what happens. Now, again, this isn't hashtag ad. Like, I say this about all the developers, like, in, you know, games that, like, I, you know, I'll buy pre-orders of games I already own, but, like, if you want more Mass Effect, this is your chance to show it. Whether you wait till now, get it you know right away, or wait till it's on sale, you know as long as you don't buy it used, like this is your chance to say I want more Mass Effect. Now, if you want to, you know, it's, everyone's in a different situation, but I think that's going to be a big factor. I think, I think Bioware and EA. I'm gonna. I think EA may have understood their issues with interfering with bioware when it came to anthem and when it came to andromeda and i don't think dragon age and mass effect aren't going anywhere right because those are bioware's those are bioware's big boys right we talked about ubisoft's big boys bioware's big boys are dragon age and 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 the rumors they're working on dragon age 4 right now uh dragon age and mass effect so i don't there's no we, rumor they showed a bit of dragon oh age did they yeah, yeah yeah okay 
I don't pay attention to E3 because it's like this is That's coming okay. out in 2030. I am a I am a more of a Dragon Age fan than I am of a Mass Effect fan. Those are my two favorite franchises. Like to yeah. for for RPG like for story driven, they just the world is so in depth and so good. Dragon Age Inquisition is oh, so good, and I played honestly, it like four times. It's so good. It's so good. Um, Even but, at the end when they make you go back and forth from the castle, it's still not annoying. No, it's not it like matter. The Witcher at the end, and you're just like, "Oh, why are you doing this?" It's not The Witcher. It is good. It's still giving you story grits. The Witcher is literally just making you do it. Just I don't know, to annoy you, or to have sex with that one woman because you got to keep going back to her like 15 different times so you can finally have sex with her. It's, that's <laughs> talk about a grind. <laughs> that's why on, we do this, boys. And then you get up on that unicorn or whatever, and then you're like, "Why? Why is this happening?" Isn't Often that why people that. play The Witcher? <laughs> like well, exclusively yeah, for those decisions. The woman on a unicorn in The Witcher. On a unicorn. Yeah. Well, I forget what I was talking about. Oh, sorry. Sex unicorn. Mass Effect, <laughs> Mass Effect, and Dragon Age. We will absolutely get more of those games. Uh, I think. I don't think it'll be like a Shepard game. They may do like another trilogy of Beppard. Um, <laughs> Beppard is a good character. Beppard is. We, this podcast is going to be deep in Beppard lore by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they'll definitely be making more games, and I think they'll be uh, heads and tails better than what we saw with Andromeda in the beginning. I don't know what it's like now because I won't go back and play it. So thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 27 of Three Dads and a Console. If you had fun, if you enjoyed it, please make sure to rate us five stars on your podcast platform of choice. And also make sure to subscribe. Uh, Court, if folks want to hang out with you when we're not doing this, where can they find you? You can find me on the Bird app at Court Lalonde, or you can find us, find me or us on our Discord, where I will be harassing the young beef. Excellent. And Pez, if folks want to hang out with you, where can they find you? Twitch.tv slash Pezel56X, P-E-Z-E-L-L-56X, uh, Pezel56X Gaming on twi- Twitter. Yep, not Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all the hits, all the classics. Quick side note on TikTok. I have good ideas for TikToks, like gaming related, and I can't figure out how to edit them on this stupid app. Like, literally, I've edited, like, montages with, like, quick cuts. I'm looking up tutorials. How do I add eyes and a mouth to uh, a dumb thing? Like, can, if, is there, if there's a Zoomer who understands TikTok editing, at me, Wobble Plays. Anyway, you can find me at Wobble Plays if you're, if you're a Zoomer and you want to teach me TikTok. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv slash Wobble Plays. Wobble plays on Instagram, YouTube, and you can and TikTok technically. Um, all my things are in narrow because I just upload them from my PC. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Take care, everyone.